0: Hello, hello. You are listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. Good evening. Well, as always, we try to talk about uh, subjects that are dealing with uh, not being overwhelmed or discouraged, basically not giving up. And today we wanted to kind of talk about um, as a theme, don't worry but be happy. I know we're living in times that it seems so overwhelming and discouraging. And to be able to say, oh, Rochelle, how are you gonna tell us to be happy when we're facing such tragedies and such sickness? Well, I have to say to you, we have to look at the word of God. We're gonna go through these situations anyway right? So why not go through happy? We have a 50-50 chance in everything we do. There's a decision. We can go left. We could go right. We're not sure what direction or what direction we take, what the uh, chartered course is. So we still have to be happy. The Bible says in Psalms 47 and 1, oh, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God. With a voice of triumph, clap your hands, everybody, and shout unto God, Hallelujah. With a voice of triumph, it's not easy to see yourself as victorious or triumphant when we're in um, when when life doesn't seem to be going as planned. But we're to be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known and the peace of God, which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's Philippians four, six and seven. Don't get worried and anxious about things that are pretty much out of your control. The only thing we can do when we're blessed to wake up is to command our day, is to decide how we are going to spend this day. All we can do is make a plan. Oh, the word of God tells us that as a man plans in his heart, the Lord will make his steps sure. So sometimes even though I have a plan, it doesn't always, always come out to be as I had planned. But nevertheless, at least had started with one, but I also asked God to lead my day, to guide me throughout my day, to bring people in and out of my day that, that, I, that, that I can bless, or they may be a blessing to me, I don't know. And then sometimes there's always evil around. There's always somebody that's going to come and try to sit on top of your day to not be happy, to cause you to worry. There are circumstances every day coming our way to make us deviate our mindset to the negative, to look at not being happy, but instead worrying. We have a choice. You can worry or be happy. I still can be concerned and still have joy because in that joy, it's something supernatural. It begins to give me strength. When you walk in joy and not sadness, you invite new opportunities and new possibilities and new ways of thinking about things. Hallelujah. So anxiety, what does it do? It causes us to be uneasy. It causes us to to become fearful, um, to to worry about things. It it causes us to um, think about the worst possibility. And if you're looking always at the worst, then you're not looking at what could happen. So I choose to look at possibilities. I choose to look at the things that I want to happen, um, or even think about what could happen. And I think sometimes our faith begins to play a role in that. You know, we can't limit our faith, we have to be able to believe. Uh, what, what it is that we are saying or desiring. We have to believe the word of God. We have to walk in courage even when we're afraid. We have to be bold. We have to be uh, courageous and we have to make a stand. We have to look at the things that we are hoping for. We can't give up. We just can't give up. It's, it should not be an option. It is an option, but we don't want giving up to be an option. And so therefore, worrying, it just makes us restless, it makes us uneasy, we begin to feel insecure. I don't know about you, I I can't worry and be happy at the same time, so I have to choose one, choose happy, choose joy, right? I could curse somebody and get angry, and it seems like when I begin to feed anger and fuel it, it begins to make me more angry. So at some point, I'm either gonna continue until I'm enraged or passed out, or I can release that and choose another path. I'm just saying, and all the tools in our toolbox, I choose happy, I choose joy. You know, it's almost like night and day, right? You can be worried about things or you can think, or you can believe that, you know what? This is gonna have a positive outcome. This is going to work together for my good. And so therefore, Once again, that's choosing happy. We can be free or we can be bound, right? When you're bound, oh my goodness, have you ever been just uh, addicted to something or bound to something? You're just confined. You're attached. You don't have freedom. I want to walk in freedom. Once again, we have a choice, right? You can go left, you can go right. You can worry, you can be happy. Um, What about whether we choose to walk with God or walk in the world? These are these are choices that we get to make. I choose to walk with God because He's a very present help when I'm in trouble, and I'm not alone. Some people choose to be atheists and not walk with God. It's a choice. We all have choices. Some have benefits and advantages. We can live by faith, or we can not live by faith. We can we can um, live by what pressures the world has the with jobs you know but I choose to allow the Lord to to guide me yes I've lost jobs yes I've had people walk away from my life yes I've been divorced but these things they don't make us happy they make us sad it makes us down listen we can uh, fear or we can love walk in love power in a sound mind we, we can get hot water or we can get cold water, right? Well, there are choices all around us, right? And so is the choice to be happy, the choice to say, I am gonna look for a positive outcome in my situations, right? There's no shortcuts. And that's the thing that sometimes we think we're taking a shortcut and it ends up taking years before we even see the light. And so I realized that it's a day-to-day experience. You are on a journey. And that journey is until you leave this earth. And that journey is filled with choices, good choices, bad choices, right, wrong. What matters is what's in your heart. What is in your heart, right? If you choose. So (laughs) David said, it is good that I was afflicted. I'm like David, really. You, 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 you're glad that you went through some tri- trials and tribulations. You're glad that you was afflicted. Well, check it out. God says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but He delivers us from them all. I want that problem. I want to walk in that promise. So it's saying like, hey, I'm going to go through some stuff anyway, right? whether you are in God or out of God, you're going through some stuff. This life has trouble in it, right? But at least I wanna be on the side that says, I can deliver you, help you through them all, right? Cause I'm a very present help in a time of trouble. I will not leave you, abandon you. I will not forsake you. He said, "Lo, I will be with you always even until the ends of the world. I wanna trust that process. I wanna be on that team, amen, hallelujah. So God is so good, we have to step out on faith and we have to trust. You may say, well, you know what? I have people in my life and in my family who, they said that they were Christians, but you know, now they're, um, but they, they don't do everything, right? They, they, they do, listen. Everybody gets to choose how they will walk out their work out their salvation, how they're going to walk out their life, their journey. Right? You can take the road that everyone is on, or you can take the narrow road that will lead you to heaven, that will lead you to eternal life, that will lead you to happiness. When I make good choices, when I do things that are helpful, when I do things that um, are going to help propel the next uh, generation. or or be able to pass the baton on to someone younger than myself. It gives me full pleasure to know that somebody is gonna benefit from my experiences. Let me tell you something. You have things and experiences that people need. They need to hear your story. They even need to hear the bad choices and decisions because I didn't always make good choices and decisions. I still don't sometimes, but I, On a team, when I make a choice or I go astray, I hear that referee, I hear that voice, I hear that Holy Spirit that blows that inner whistle to say, listen, I love when people forgive me of my mistakes, but it means that I have to forgive them. I love when people say, hey, you know what, let me help you. You know, you know, so therefore I wanna be a help. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to have a broken down car and be on the side of the road and you stand helpless wanting someone to give you a jump and nobody stops. I've been there. But because I'm there, I try to help others. Because I have been shown compassion, I try to have compassion with others. It is a choice. It is a choice. And so we are here to discuss and talk about the choices that we get to make, right? The choice to walk in peace. We're not going to let people take our peace, cause us to be upset and cause us to worry. First of all, I need to check myself and see why am I being triggered by this situation or by this person? I have to examine my own self. Then I may need to consider a moment, cut them some slack. Maybe they're going through something. Maybe the pressures of life are back them up into a corner and they're coming out angry. I don't know. You don't know. But guess what? At that moment, we get a choice. At that moment, we can choose how we will respond. Boy, oh boy, I tell you, God knows. He knows who we are. He knows everything about us. He knows every hair on our head. He knows why he created us to be here. He knows all things. So why would we not want to go to a God who is concerned about you, who loves you, who gave his life for you? And why would we not want to try to look in the holy scriptures, the Bible, and find solutions and answers. The Bible has solutions to every problem. We have to find it. We have to search it out. This is a journey. What's taking your peace? What is causing you to be tormented? Maybe it's unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment. Maybe We have to let go, change our story. You know, I've had some bad things happen in my life and you know, I don't always enjoy telling the story, but some people do. Some people just repeat that story 20 years, 30 years. But maybe it's time to change our self-talk. Maybe it's time to change the way we think about things. Maybe it's time to speak life into the situation. Hmm. I'm reminded of a story in the Bible and the spirit of the Lord came and asked Ezekiel. He said, Ezekiel, can he, they say, it starts off saying that he was in a very dry land, right? Very dry. And he asked the question, can these dry bones live? I loved his answer. He said, only thou knowest Lord. <laughs> he didn't doubt. He didn't say yes, he didn't say no. He said, only thou knowest. And then the answer came. He said, prophesy unto those bones that they may live again. You might have some dry, dead situations in your life, but you can speak to those situations. That's a little clue for me. I, you know, I, some dead things in our lives, we, we, we can bring it back to life. We can resurrect it with the power of our tongue by just speaking those things. On in we are strong. We are mighty. We are courageous. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. That we are the head and not the tail. Hallelujah we just have to speak those things out and begin to understand who we are We are redeemed by the blood of the lamb that we are a child of God we are forgiven we have been saved by grace we have been justified, sanctified we, are a new creature in Christ, and the old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. That's what the word tells us. And oftentimes, we get tricked back into walking in our old ways, our own mindsets, when we left it in the first place, because it didn't serve us well. I don't know about you. I'm not trying to go back to those old ways. I'm not trying to go back to my 20 year old thinking. I thank God for wisdom, the wisdom that I've learned, the experiences that I've had, and they've all come out of pain, but I still walk in joy and happy. I understand now what David said. He's saying, had I not experienced those hardships, I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't have the wisdom that I do today. I wouldn't be able to have the compassion that I do today. That's why we have to know, Lord, I have been redeemed from the curse of the law. I have been delivered from the powers of darkness. I have been led by the spirit of God. I am a daughter of God. I am kept in safety wherever I go. We get to speak life over our lives and our children's lives, over the nation, over the country. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you that all of my needs are met. You got to speak it. You got to prophesy, prophesy unto the dry bowl. Get your wallet with no money in it and prophesy that I will be blessed coming and blessed going. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that when I have troubles and cares, that I can cast all of my cares onto Jesus, for he cares for me. You have to feel it. You have to know that he died on the cross for you and that he loves you with an everlasting love. That we are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. you've got to speak it out. Can these dry bones live? Yes. Open your mouth and speak it out, hallelujah. Lord, that I am blessed coming and blessed going. Lord, that I I observe to do all that you have commanded. I am an heir of eternal life. I am blessed with all spiritual blessings. I am healed by your stripes, hallelujah. I exercise my authority over the enemy, over evil and wickedness. Oh, I am more, that's my favorite. I am more than a conqueror. Can you say that? Can you really say that you're more than a conqueror, even when you don't feel like you're conquering anything? Absolutely. That's the whole purpose. That is the purpose that he told Ezekiel. He said, speak, prophesy unto these dry bones, these dry situations that they may live again. And then all of a sudden, the dry bones began to become of shape and form of a human body. And those bones became an army for the Lord. And you mean I can? that can happen? Just by me speaking life, joy? You can't be sad and happy at the same time. You have to choose one. Jeremiah said, choose this day whom you will serve as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And even as I raised my children, and I said that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I thank God that for the most part, they're serving the Lord. It may not be in the way in which I had imagined it, but do they have a relationship? Are they able to cry out to the Lord for themselves? do they have to also begin their journey, their walk with faith? Do they realize that the favor of the Lord is upon their life? I pray so. I pray that one day they'll come across maybe this this, um, podcast and they'll begin to get resurrected again. Maybe they'll begin to hear this and remind themselves because sometimes we forget. Sometimes we can have truth right there in front of us, around us, and we forget to open our mouth. The most powerful tool on your possession is your mouth. You can speak and create. If you have a child, a husband or, or a wife, and and you and they're not. And, and and things aren't working well in their life, you get to pray. You get to speak life over them. You be, you 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 can you can tell them that they're overcomers, that you could tell them that 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 they they can walk by faith and not by sight. That we must not be moved by what we see. We are moved by what we say and what we believe. I believe the word of God. I believe that his word will not return void, but it will accomplish everything it was set out to do. I thank the Lord for my mind being transformed and renewed daily. It doesn't happen by osmosis. And Sometimes we've got to Listen to a word we or listen to a a preacher or listen to a worship or praise music. We have to read the word of God. There's lots of things, there's lots of tools. There's no just one way. Well, uh, he said the Bible says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of the strongholds. We can pray, we have praise and worship, we have music, we can fast. We have hope. We can walk by faith. We can believe the word of God. We get to uh, understand the word of God. We have our armor. We can speak in tongues. We have many weapons and tools. We have fellowship. One puts a thousand to flight, and two puts 10,000 to flight. We have relationship with one another. Hallelujah. We get to pray in the spirit. We get to remind ourselves of the benefits. He said, forget not all of thy benefits. We get to stand upon the promises of God. That's who we are and we must speak it out and remind ourselves of who God says we are. Because often challenges and struggles, afflictions can make us forget. But remember that he said he will deliver you from them all. Well, we got a pause right there. I need you to get that saturated on the inside of you. I need you when you um, stop listening to this station that you would begin to sit still for a moment and begin to say, I am a new creature in Christ. If you have um, sickness, disease in your body, diabetes, high blood pressure, whatever it is that by his stripes, you are healed. Oh, I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord that I'm not, we're not righteous because of our own sake. Don't let people make you feel like, you know what? Um, they're so righteous. We're righteous because of Jesus, because of what he did on the cross, because he, because he loves us so much. Listen, we, 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 we're looking around sometimes in magazines, we're looking at self-help books, we're looking at people, we're looking at everybody else. But Psalms 4 and 4 says, stand in awe and sin not, commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still, ask God to reveal unwickedness and hidden hurts. Ask God to show you those places that you need to begin to fix that you might need to forgive, that you might need to heal, that you might need some reconciliation in. You need to ask the Lord where where those areas in your life are so that you can begin to be set free. What are you waiting for? Hmm? Some of you have an infirmity, a burden, troubled by some situation, things that you're worrying about that you might be anxious about, Jesus is asking you, do you wanna be made whole? If you're sitting by a situation, if you're waiting for someone to come and help you, if you're having pity parties, remember. If you're watching others getting their blessings and you're becoming angry because you feel like God has forgotten you, I want you to remember, I want you to know that God has not forgotten you. All you have to do is open your mouth use your mouth, say, Lord, I need you to help me. I need you to come into my life. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I've done things that did not please you. I ask you to forgive me and be Lord of my life. That's it. We call that a salvation prayer, but really it's a prayer to ask God to come in again and to help lead you and to guide you. We're out of time, but I want you to know that you, have been listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. I want you to remember that greatness is on the inside of you. You have a blessed evening.